and welcome to Heartbreak Happy Hour. It's Amy and Dar. Um, Hi, we're back. Coming out of a very, very, very long break. Oh, it's like we're back like Saturday Night Live. We're on Saturday Night Live schedule. Yes, we're back. We're so back. they're coming back tonight. Yeah, and we are here right now for you. It's the afternoon of a block party in uh-huh. our neighborhood. Damn it. There it goes. <laughs> and I was just about ready to say, and you know what? We're raw now. now so there's no editing. So yeah. it's super exciting. You know, we just we took the shackles off. We just decided to just do it. And I just ran my wine glass across the the sitar. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. We've been gone for um I don't even know how long. I would get I, I, I would say four or five months, but we've months. had a really, really crazy um mm-hmm. couple months, Amy. Yeah, I mean start on that. They thought you were gonna die. I thought I was gonna die. People did die. People did die. And Summer happened. It was crazy. So affairs you like happened. No, that didn't happen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell you. D- did no. you wait? Did, so do you <laughs> do you want to tell them when we thought you were gonna die? Okay. Well, I I started thinking I was gonna die in March. Yeah. So <laughs> sounds so strange. Do you know about no no I, don't okay. I do know about it okay I, I oh. just remembered okay here comes this is our guest we she's sitting guest. in here we're like you're not here you're not here for eight minutes this is God she is here <laughs> <laughs> I heard everything darling my name is Tanya <laughs> <laughs> that was my voice I, was I wanted to say Tanya Harding it's Tanya Irvin <laughs> okay oh, so my listen so you are all March. right so yeah one 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 day in April and you also weren't March. you weren't as much fun I remember you didn't drink a lot then you were like I'm no it is she thought yeah. she was dying yeah i mean I don't fair know it. yeah <laughs> you were like really really reeling it in yeah me. well i started feeling really really bad and so i was like well you know i haven't been doing anything for my health like maybe it's that like i haven't been exercising so i went on like a three mile run mm-hmm. <clears throat> so i was running and i felt horrible after my big run and then i woke up the as next morning as everyone does <laughs> running sucks no one should do it but I was like gung balls to the wall, like I need to get healthy, you yeah. know, so I'm all or nothing. So I wanted to take a drastic measure, like let's go running. So I did that. And the next morning I woke up and I, I was so much in pain. Like I started walking and like I couldn't put my arm down. So basically like I had this huge swollen lymph node. If you go to like cup like a, a breast. um a breast a small breast <laughs> a not your breast but <laughs> you go to cup like a tennis ball oh yeah so you know how you make that yeah that crevice you know whatever the cup the C, you make that's C how big this lymph node was under my armpit and you're freaking out huge so i couldn't put it down on my my pelvis area hurt on the same side and then i had this lump in my clavicle i'm like what the hell and this is like overnight yeah it was yeah. overnight so i was like okay um I had to go out of town. Um, God, I have to give cliff notes for all of this because this will go on forever. But I had to go out of town because my mother-in-law was in the hospital. Um, I called my doctor. She's like, we cannot see you. Um, you're going to have to go to an urgent care right away. Um, so I went to see my mother-in-law first because that was really important. Um, she had fallen and she wasn't doing very well. And then came back. Um, and I went to the urgent care and they just shot me with steroids and I was going spring break. So mm-hmm. this was March. And, um, so, oh my God, I was evil all through spring break because I had gotten the steroid and they were like, don't drink. And it yeah. was really, and I was really nervous. I didn't know it was happening. Came back. Um, my doctor saw me. She sent me straight to the Bing, which is the cancer yeah. center in Columbus. And then, so I was there all day. 
Um, and basically they thought I had lymphoma because uh. they could not find anything that was breast cancer related. Uh. Um, so I met with a specialist. Um, I had a biopsy on, you know, the tissue below the lymph node. Um, that was painful. And they're like, we have to send this away for five days because it could be like a rare cancer. We're not sure what it is. So I waited five days, hey, hold up in slow bed. That's, a, that's an eternity. Five it's days. Forever. Yeah. I mean, you can get yeah. an oil change in 20 minutes. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> anything is possible. So comparable. You're so. I right. don't know, but I'm just saying that why can't they do it faster for people when it's about cancer? Because I think when it's a certain culture or something that they oh, have to, to send grow away. That shit. Uh, whatever. We it can was do crazy. Shit I mean, I knew that they thought it was something so severe. There was a team of people that. They were with me the entire day just to make sure I was calm. Um, I took my clonopin, which they were like full on take a full one because, you know, I just nibble at clonopin like, um, like a rabbit, yeah. like a little mouse. But I took a full one and uh, and I was so relaxed after that <laughs> that I was like, can I see all my tissue samples like after my biopsy? And um, OK, yeah, cool. it was bad. So. Fast forward. So fast forward after the five days, I get a phone call from a doctor and she's like, you have the most severe case of taxoplasmosis. First thing, you don't have cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Secondly, this is the weirdest case of it's called taxoplasmosis, which is a parasite infection from your body. Could be from a cat. Most likely it's from a cat. You got all those damn cats. I have a million cats, but also that's why you shouldn't ever change cat litter if you're pregnant. Yeah. I don't know if anyone that's been pregnant remembers, you know, that doctors told you that. But it seemed like some Parasite. rare thing. Yeah. yeah, it is pretty rare. And a lot of people get it, but they don't react to it. Because you also have immune issues. I have autoimmune yeah. issues. So um, my body was just like in major defense mode. So I went on six rounds of antibiotics and two steroids, and I wasn't supposed to do, like, anything, just, like, lay around. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you canceled the gym. You're going to do, like, light yoga only. Yeah, I didn't even do that. I know. I did but light But it was wine. so scary. It was really, really <laughs> scary. <laughs> light wine. Crisp. Yeah. No, it was really scary. And so, yeah, it was scary. And, I mean, I was so worried about you during that time. It's yeah. It's so crazy. But I'm so glad that you are okay. I'm okay. It's still not gone. I mean, they said it could like take up two years. So like, I still I can cup. I have like swollen lymph nodes still. Oh, what's that a horrible thing? Then we also read that you could go mad. Yeah, so you can go. I mean, there's psychoses that come along with it. And you can go blind, and it gets into your brain. So I'm pretty sure because what's crazy is, um, I didn't when the that. doctor called funny. me it's and crazy. said it's not, but it's not. She's like, have you had any episodes of psychoses? Or have you comp- have your has You're any like, of no your more than usual I'm like, <laughs> every day? <laughs> um, but I asked Rafa, I'm like, have you noticed me being more psychotic or more psychotic <laughs> than usual? He's like, um, no, you know. So I I said no. There's no more complaints than usual. Um, my vision, like I'm getting older, I just feel because they're like you can have decreased, like it could become blurry and then you can go blind. Sure. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it was really, really severe. When do you get rid of this? How many more rounds? So I'm taking a break. This is my own plan, which I don't know is the best plan. They wanted to put, so I have an infectious disease doctor okay. that I'm seeing, and he wants to put me on another round. So my last round was 30 days okay. plus steroid, and I need to take you're a break. Not, you're not even chunking out, though, on the steroids. You look Oh, really I good. was. I mean, I was like moon phase. Moon, like, you I couldn't good. even bend my Stop. fingers. Like, But that's why I'm like, I need to take a break because it hurts your stomach. 
you know, I mean, it, it, it takes its toll, but so anyway, I mean, I'm sure I'll be okay. You will be okay. (laughs) I'm going to watch you for some weird swings. But you know that song? Your body is a wonderland. Yeah, yours is. Yeah, that's mine. That's that's my body. I know. Really bizarre. So you're back. You're back. Yeah. Back in action. Yeah. So that was weird. So, yeah. And then also. And that, like, I think went in the spring and then in the early summer went right in. Like, I was very kid glove with you this summer or this spring because I was like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, Dar's not dying, but really not in a good place. You know, it's just not good. And you're. Family, you had some family. Your mother-in-law was not doing well. Our, um, our mutual friend was um, at the end of her life <laughs> with cancer, and we breast cancer. Yeah, we watched um, our friend Abby pass away in the beginning of June, and like everything was heavy. You know, mm-hmm. like and nobody like, and it's bizarre because even though this is about heartbreak and all of that, I didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't want to do any of this. You know, and then you're. You know, your mother-in-law passed away and like, what else? You had another, you had more death in your life too. Your friend's husband. Died. Oh, my best friend's husband. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, so how could I forget about so, that Sometimes one. you just stack them up. There's sometimes so many. Sometimes you yeah. just, yeah, that was bizarre. That so was horrible. Anyways, this is like slightly downer, Bill, USA. God, but I feel like we're making all this up but, right now. But, we, <laughs> but it's true. But it's but true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And it because will, that's life. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we decided that. We were going to come back in a less stressful way and not try to be super, you know, we're just We chill. didn't want to get on the mic and no. spill everything and be really depressing. <laughs> but we're just chill. We're chill about we're it. We're doing also, everything besides that. Yeah. And we're also chill about um, we're not editing at all. It's just going to be just as it is. Yeah. Come as you are. Hello. Hello. Come as you are. Yeah. And today, our first guest back in the hot seat is our friend Tanya. Tanya you hey. we wanted you back so bad. Yeah. We've been asking Tanya for a while and she was always game. Here I am. Thank you. LaCroix in hand. I know. You're the only one drinking, Dar. Well. Me and Tanya. I have to Don't go. make me tell cheers. you why. No, cheers. I, I'm having a black party. Block. Block. <laughs> having a black party. <laughs> Trump's America. <laughs> block party. Oh, my God. It did start with Puerto Rico this morning. Uh, Raph and I are so on the edge with Puerto Rico. You know, my husband's Puerto Rican. We have a lot of family there, so. The crises is really getting to us. I am furious. I'm so shocked. We need wine during these times. Yeah. So right. thank you for coming, <laughs> Tanya. So um, Tanya is our good friend. She came to us from, you were from the East Coast. I, I moved here from Maryland. From mm-hmm. Maryland. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, how far our, back are we our going? Friends, <laughs> our friends that are listed. How far listening. back do you want me to go? Just how hmm. you got in Well, tell us first, because we'll go back there. Tell us how you came to us here in our in How our did you come to my bosom? I- <laughs> <laughs> how did you come to my dark college garage? Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I lived in Maryland for 13 years after I graduated from college. Um, and I came to Columbus for love. Mm. So here I am. That's really, that's the... She married notes. our friend. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She married our friend. Yes. And they're like sick in love. Oh my so God. I know. Disgusting. Are you pulling up? Okay, you are. Because I was like, God, should we leave? Should we read some of Tanya's posts about her and Karen and their love for each All other? All right. Like, no, it's good. It's good. Uh, it's awesome. It really is. And I get it most days because I'm in love. But some days I'm like, <laughs> oh, uh, listen, we no, had a still in their honeymoon. No, no, no. Uh, we no, had a week okay. of fighting. So let's <laughs> just keep it real. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So that happens. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of passion in our yes. relationships yeah. so what are your signs 
Uh, I'm a cancer. Uh-huh. Uh, Karen is a... I don't really pay attention to what she is. I just know I'm a crab, so... You're a crab. Yeah. Okay. Right. She's, like a she's a March person. She's like a is she a Pisces? No. She's an Aries. Oh my God, you need to know what she Late is. Late March? Well, I always have to look it up. This is kind of important. Late March. That she's probably an Aries. I that's think so. That's hot. I'm, Horns, I love Aries. Bull. I love it. Like headed, like. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's her. Yeah. 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 So I don't know what that fire. is. Well, that's an animal. Fire. Is that fire? <laughs> I don't know. It's Animals. Fire, I think. Earth? Earth? Maybe. I don't I don't Earth, know. wind, and fire. Anyways, did you know that I only ever dated left-handed Aries men for a long time? I did not know that. (laughs) The truth. (laughs) I'm not lying. Anyways, okay. So you got here, and you found love, and you came here, and you were married to our friend Karen. Yes. Okay, so um, what do you do here in the fine city? I I work in the registrar's office at Ohio State. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just put it all on blast there. The Ohio State University. (laughs) So you like it? I do. Good. She's do. like, yes, I do. No, I do. I I love. I'm a rule follower, okay. so I love rule following, and I evaluate transfer credit. Right now, I'm on a special project, but transfer credit oh, so is my thing. Oh, you can say you go, you don't go. Is it like you get? A- oh, it's not quite like that. Okay. Yeah, no, okay. that would be admissions. Okay. But Did you come across my stuff when I transferred to the house state? University? Uh, no, but I could look it up. But you I could? wouldn't. I wouldn't do that because I don't have an educational need to know. Yeah. Okay, she follows yeah. the rules. Yeah. All right. So, have you listened to any of the Heartbreak Happy Hour podcast of of, of ye old? Yes, I have. <laughs> so you know what you're about to. Yes, into. I okay. do. Um. So yeah, I mean, we can just jump right in. You can tell us why you came to this beautiful garage. Well, okay. I th- I think uh, dead mom stuff. Mm. I mean, oh. that's the. Mm. That's I'm all the, over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on it. Yeah. Uh, on it. Been there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so are we going back? How old? Uh, How old I was you? 20 when my mom died, and I'm 38 now. So, so. tell us. Tell I us. Didn't when know you were so young. I'm but a, a wee, she's, wee lass. She's Karen's like, like, love, what is it? Like, cougar. Karen. Yeah. She's a cougar. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I like elder hots. So, yeah. it yeah. works out. <laughs> and she's a student. That's How hot right. is that? I know. It's really something. Can she come Why back? is that so sexy? When I went back to school, my husband's like, oh, damn, you're a student. I'm like, that's, <laughs> that's really perverted. You're it's disgusting. Actually, I know. I don't yeah. know. Educating yourself. It's. Yeah. Attractive, I guess. So, so okay. talk about your mama. Okay, so yeah, my mom. I was in college when my mom uh, got sick, and so I, um, I well, let's see. I it was the end of my freshman year, and I was trying to get a hold of my mom. Like I, I talked to her at least once a week, pretty pretty frequently, just to check in. And I hadn't heard from her in I don't know, like a week and a half, almost two weeks and I was like okay that's that's weird um and I couldn't get a hold of her and um I called my grandmother and I was like hey where where's mom like I can't I can't get a hold of her and I knew immediately something was wrong because my nana said oh baby let me get your daddy Mm -hmm. and I was like okay this isn't this isn't good um and so my dad got on the phone and he he was like well you know, your mom's in the hospital. She's having her gallbladder out. And, I, you know, it's just all these questions are like, what, what's going on? Um, so they kind of didn't really tell me additional details, but I was looking things up on the Internet. Do you have siblings? I do. I have a brother. Okay. So was, were you like, hey, what's up, dude? No, I don't even remember talking to my brother. Okay. 
Um, do you love your brother? I do. I do. You do? I do. Is he younger than you? Uh, No, he's older. Okay. He's seven years older than me. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So she'd been sick. So then she was going in to get her gallbladder removed, and then you just knew something was up. Yeah, because I I started looking up gallbladder surgery, Mm -hmm. and all the stuff I was reading was like, oh, it can be done laparoscopically, and you're in and out of the hospital. And my mom had been in the hospital for days and days. Uh, Okay. Um, So I knew immediately, but they didn't tell me anything. And um, I I was in Tennessee. I grew up in Florida, so I had to I had to drive home. Uh, the most depressing thing to me was having to pack up my my dorm room and move all my stuff out by myself, and know that I was going home to something really just yeah. shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, but this not the end of the year. Yeah, okay. end of my freshman year, and not really knowing just how shitty it was going to be. And then um, my aunt, my mom's sister, rode down with me, and she she talked the whole way. And I, I just kind of wanted to be yeah. in my own head. And we got to my house, and I walked in, and my mom was lying on the couch with my dad. Um, and I knew. I mean, I just I knew looking at her that things were she didn't look not good. good. She didn't look good. And the fact that she and my dad were just kind of sitting there preparing for me to to arrive Mm -hmm. um so yeah that was and then they told me that it was cancer what kind of cancer uh bile duct which is like what's that um of your bowels no your body like your um, bile bile yeah yeah so it's like what transports bile okay yeah Yeah. i've never heard of that yeah it's not a terribly common although now i read about like i'll i'll read something like a famous person or mm-hmm. I'm like oh that's what my mom had yeah so yeah yeah so what did that look like from that moment that you came home um it changed everything yeah I mean it's it's definitely one of the things in my life that I'm like there was there was before mm-hmm. that and then there was after that and it was never it was never the same and that summer my mom was um I mean, she went to a doctor in Orlando who was basically like, there's nothing we can do. Um, you're th- This is not a cancer that's really treatable. We can extend your life a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, was it in can, her, or was it, had it metastasized? No, or? it was, it was, and it was a slow g- growing okay. um, tumor. But I, and I, I don't really, I don't know all the details of it um, because I knew it was bad. And I just, I just, yeah, I, I didn't have to. Does that come from a place from your family where they protect protect the baby? I mean, was or is that just a damn dynamic in your family? I, I was mad that they didn't tell me the yeah. details, but in their minds, they were doing something right because yeah. they didn't want to ruin the end of my freshman year. They're like, she's going to be taking finals. Yeah, they're protecting you. Absolutely. And yeah. so that kind of that continued. That mm-hmm. was definitely a thing. So you were there. You you had moved home for the summer. Yeah. And so did you work or did you just hang out? Like, what'd you do? Um, I worked at a summer camp. Okay. Um, that was close to to home. But uh, my mom and dad were going uh, back and forth between Houston t- and Orlando because they were getting, she was getting experimental treatment at MD Anderson in Houston. And how distracted were you as like, was it, a, do you remember that summer really vividly? Like, is it a summer that? Yes. Yeah. It was yeah. a very lonely kind of summer. Mm-hmm. Just knowing this is not good. That it's, she's not going to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you know, having people say things to me about how it, it, it's all the stuff that you say when someone has really bad cancer, like, oh, it, miracles happen, and mm-hmm. and I was like, no, it's not. I'm I'm a realistic person. Yeah, yeah. And we don't I knew. know what to say, right? We just don't yeah. know what to say, mm-hmm. and we say things, and it's like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Oh, I'm, I have so much problems. Like just keeping my mouth shut. Like I I'm do just, too, like, I don't to and say. I think we all do because you want to comfort someone, but then you're like you, you want to hold them to your not, bosom. Not about you, you <laughs> know. Right. You know. You do. Like, yeah, and it's just like oh, you know, or or I remember because we talked about just briefly dead moms and stuff, and I'm like, and people would be like, you just gotta pray. You know, yeah. and, and and I'm not saying that I d- believe or not or whatever, but it's so hard to hear, you know, mm-hmm. when you know. But so so they so they're going to get experimental treatment and that did not help. But they were just trying. Yeah, there was there were no other options. It was either do nothing or go and try this. Yeah. So that's what they did. And and so when you're doing treatments that you're part of like a clinical trial. They have no idea how those things are going to impact you. Sure. Um, so my mom went through hell. I mean, just like she got worse. Oh yeah. I mean, she lost so much weight. Um, and she was already not a big person anyway. So yeah, she, she lost weight and, uh, it was, it was just terrible. It was, it was no way to live really. Yeah. Yeah. So how long did this go on that she was doing this experimental uh, let's see. It was about 18 months, probably. It's a long time. Yeah, because it, it went through my sophomore year, and then I got back to to college um, after my summer between sophomore and junior year, and it was November that she died. So yeah. you went back to school? Yes. After that summer? Yeah. I, that? I had, had told my mom, like, I'll just, I'll, I'll stay home. I'll transfer yeah. here. And my parents were both like, no, that's ridiculous. You're yeah. you're going back to school. It's not, what are you going to do here? It's non-negotiable. So, okay. But I think about like, um, I remember being that young, that age. And I remember like, that's like such a thing to carry around with yeah. you. You know, like, do I tell you that my mom is dying? Do I act, you know, like, mm-hmm. do you let, do you let people in? Like, I imagine that would and be very. And you're still a kid. Oh, you yeah. Know? I mean, very you're hard. still a kid always to your kids, but you're still such a kid at mm-hmm. that age. So it is like. They so, you know, parents pick and choose what they tell you, you know? I mean, yeah. yeah, And I guess I wonder how it played out in your interpersonal relationships (laughs) aside from your parents, (laughs) you know, at school. Yeah. Um, I mean, at the same time that all of that's going on, I'm coming out. So I have that to deal with. To your parents or at school? At school and and then ultimately to my parents, which went really well. But, um, yeah. So there was a lot of kind of personal I I was never tortured by my sexuality that's not something that I was experiencing um like I was struggling with it but having to deal with people that weren't very accepting in my friend circle and yeah and having to deal with that that's a lot it was a lot yeah that was that was not a great time and you were where in Tennessee I was in Tennessee okay yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) You're in the south. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. East yeah. Tennessee. How did Knoxville. that go? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not great. Yeah. Not great. I mean, I'm I'm friends with the people now who, um, we were not friends anymore at that time, uh, and that was that was terrible. That was an awful experience. I was living with people who, pretty much, 
wouldn't talk to me except minor pleasantries. Mm. So were these people that you met in college or were they historical? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then they turned their back on you. So you were really isolated and yes and miserable yeah Yeah. it was great oh it's It's awful great time jesus so would you but you would go home but on the breaks and at christmas and the summer yes okay and how did you notice like was it really hard for you to see your mom you know change and her condition change i i actually think it was it was more stressful for me to kind of the unknown like when i would be there and I could see her I was like okay this is this is reality this is what I know is reality it was it was always for me I don't know what's going on when I'm not here because I they're not telling me things yeah um and there was one time my brother called me and he said um you need to come home and I was like okay I mean it was in the middle of the night and I was like uh okay and you know he told me mom's in the hospital it's not looking good you need to get down here so I start scrambling to try to figure out, okay, how am I going to get 10 hours away? Yeah. Um, and then I think it was the, that morning he or my dad called me and like, you know, she's stabilized. It's okay. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't come. But I never knew if, if she was in the hospital. Yeah. They didn't really tell me. Cause I, and again, I get it. You don't want me to worry totally understand that but it it definitely caused me a lot of anxiety yeah about the unknown yeah so yeah and oftentimes I mean it is it's like family just trying to protect someone and I don't know are you the youngest then Mm -hmm. so you have an older brother and you are you're the baby so there is something to that you're an only child Amy so Mm -hmm. that that's hard too Mm. you know and I was the baby Uh uh-huh that's tough because yeah. same thing. I, I I have a lot of unanswered questions with my mom's illness and my parents were divorced and everything. But it's I don't know. Maybe it's a gift in a little in a little way. You know. Yeah. I, I don't know. There there are definitely. I things. don't know if there's pieces of the puzzle that you need. You know. I I mean I think there are things that I would like to know, especially about my mom's last day. Um, my brother told me what happened when. It happened, but I don't, I don't remember it. And Do you want like, to talk about that? Like what was, were you at school? Uh, yeah, I was at school. Okay. And, um, I had actually gone with my friend, Matthew, who was my first friend after I came out and was finding new friends. We had, had, um, taken a road trip up to Lexington, Kentucky, mm-hmm. and we were gone all day. And on the way up, I, this is this is always something that's sh- that stuck with me. I, I was riding in his car, and I look on the side of the road, and there was a dead owl on the side of the road. Um, and it was such a weird thing. It wasn't a hawk. It was it was an owl. And I was like, what? that's really, really yeah. strange. I've never – I don't even know that I had really ever seen an owl at all. Yeah. And then I see this dead one on the side of the road. But, you know. That's the Mac Daddy of birds. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I like right? it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it. well, and I find out later that it actually, someone was like, oh, you know, Symbolic. that really means something. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, okay, well, that, that can make some sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we went and we got back and I um, got back to my dorm room and I, I was in a single, I lived by myself at that point. And I had a gajillion messages on my answering machine. And so I was like, oh, this is, this is not good. And so it was my, my dad just calling and hanging up. And so, um, as I was listening, he called me again and he, he told me that, that she was gone. Um, and so I immediately just kind of 
jumped into like, are you okay? Like, mm-hmm. are you know, how are you doing? How are you? It, it was just, it was it to me. It was That's like surreal. it w- it was surreal, and it was like the inev- inevitable that I knew I knew it was coming. Did you know it was coming like that week and two before? No, okay, no that and my some I'm it maybe been like two weeks earlier, and my mom, I think I. I think she had called or my dad had called and he was like, do you want to talk to your mom? And I, and they woke me up. I had been sleeping. Um, and it, it wasn't like it was early in the morning or anything, but I was like, I've been sleeping. I'm sleeping. No, I don't really want to talk, but I did. And my mom sounded awful. Mm-hmm. She had like, um, sores in her throat from the treatment. And I mean, she just sounded terrible. Um, and that was the last time that I talked to her. I didn't have any, yeah, any other conversation with her. So I I knew that she wasn't doing well, but I didn't know how. But she wasn't like in a hospice program right at that point or anything. No, okay. no, not okay. yeah. Okay. So. So it came out. It even though it was something that you knew was looming, it came out of the blue on yeah. the day that you had been doing something normal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. And then like trying to call and um, get a bereavement fare from the airline. Oh yeah, awful. What a pain in the ass. You're twenty and like yeah. And also they're like, do you have the death certificate? And I just, I mean, I have a dark sense of humor, and so I just, I had to laugh about it because I'm like, she just fucking died. No, absurd question. I am, I am seven hundred miles from home. I do. No, I do not have the death certificate. And I, I just, I, that to me was just the most absurd. That all needs to be tweaked. That's ridiculous. I, I, Can we not change the whole guidelines to bereavement I flights? mean, re- I understand people would take advantage of the situation, yeah. but come on. I, 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 I felt Actually, so I've sorry for myself. I've never even thought of it. I have never even well, thought of taking advantage of I wouldn't flying. think of but taking advantage. But there are people yeah. who I'm certain would. I need to go to Lake Como. Yeah. There are people who are like, yeah, and and that died. <laughs> yeah. Need to get there immediately. There are people out there. <laughs> it's true. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Okay, so you got the phone call, and then so you flew home, and it's you and your dad and your brother. So did she pass away at home, or did she? Uh, well, they they took her to the hospital because, um, I like I said, there are pieces of it that I can't pull back yeah. from my memory, but um, I, I think I remember my brother saying that you know he was. My mom was saying, like, she was kind of in and out of lucidity, and and she was saying something like, "I'm I'm all right, I'm okay, I'm all right," and that has really that's something that kind of sticks with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they they took her to the hospital, and th- I mean, it was like, you know, you get one thing stabilized, something else goes wrong, sure. and she was in a terrible state. Mm-hmm. She wasn't going to get better. So, Aww. how old was she? Uh, fifty three. Yeah. Yeah. That's young. It's young. It's really young. Yeah. As as like time marches on, I realize just just yeah. how young that is. So how does that play out like for you? I mean, I I understand my mom was fifty nine when she passed away and I'm married and you are and you have stepkids now and everything. And how's that playing out now, like years later in this part of your life? Hmm. Good question. I think for me, it it comes out in, I have, I, I think about my parents, they kind of put off doing anything fun because they were dealing with kids. And 
they had planned after my dad retired, we're going to take, we're going to travel then. Like that's when we're going to do stuff. And they, they never got to do that. And so I try really hard to think about doing fun things and then I don't follow through on doing them. But like in my mind, I'm like, you guys have fun. We do, but I haven't, I haven't done the amount of traveling that I, I was saying like, I'm, I'm going to do that because you're raising kids and that's not, that's not where we can put our money right now. And you have kids going to college soon. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's just, you know, kind of putting, putting aside your personal wants and needs to recognize like, okay, I have to take care of these, these people. And you seem very responsible and you're rule oriented where I, I feel the same way as, as a mom, like having my mom pass away early where, and my husband and I are equally as bad with going, we only live once. So we try to do whatever (laughs) we can and Uh we'll never have enough money. Right. You know, but I'm like, I don't care if we eat ramen when we're 80 because I have the energy now (laughs) to do this. I'm not going to have the energy when I'm 72. I can guarantee you. No, absolutely. So I want to go clubbing in Barcelona. You know what I mean? Like not that I'm doing that, but I'm just saying, I wish you were, I, you know what? Do it. Good in a discotheque. Yeah. I think I'm going (laughs) to do that. (laughs) <laughs> Amy's in, Amy's encouraging me to go next summer. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, I get that. And, and you're right. I mean, we we kind of put all the things off for the kids and we think it's all going to work out. And we have this glorious timeline, right, of, I mean, I love having my kids home. And one minute I want them home forever. And then the next minute, Rafa and I are like, what are we going to do? six years when they're gone right right You're like let's talk about that yeah but anything could happen in six years and oh, we know yeah. that too yeah I mean I I think all the time like I could walk out here and get hit by a bus I mean that that really yeah. is my mentality of I I think it it took for me this illusion of there's always there's going to be time for that you're, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to do these things um not that I ever thought that I was guaranteed time but it definitely Oh, I think you, until you hit something in your life that hits a snag or a marker like you talked about, I think you kind of, I think everyone does have a little bit of invincible skin mm-hmm. still. I like yeah. that word snag. That's a good one. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like, I, I mean, this summer when Abby passed away, our friend, that was like wrecked my world. I couldn't believe that that was allowed to happen in the world that I knew, the universe. Like, just yeah. like, I can't believe your mom died or this happened. Like, you just don't. You don't acknowledge it until it's in your personal world. I think you know you. Yeah. Like, well, you, like see it, and you're like, I'm scared of that shit over there. But like until it's in your world, it's not as real. And, and yeah. And like for me, it kind of set off this chain I, in my mind of, oh my god, everything is just death. Like yeah. it now starts the. I mean, now that I'm older and friends of mine, their parents are getting older and and they're dying of natural causes. Yeah. Um, I think. And Hugh Hefner. And Hugh Hefner. Yeah. Um, I, I think you just kind of, I, I don't know, like f- for me, it, that started so much earlier that it's it's like, it's not shocking to me now when yeah. someone dies. Yeah. The fury and rage that I still feel about Abby yeah. it will yeah. n- is never going to yeah. go away because I'm angry about that every day. But I also recognize yeah. that is really a shitty part of life. And it's yeah. just, it happens. Well, I thought about you a lot when that happened. Our, our friend has three daughters who... Two of them are very close in age to what you were when you lost your mom. Yeah. You know, and I thought a lot about, like, how you mu- must have felt on top of that. And also maybe how they have a person they can talk to at some point when they want to or choose to, mm-hmm. you know, in you, which is good. Yeah. Because well. you were you get it more than anyone. Yeah. I get it, unfortunately. How, yeah. How, um, how did your dad take your mom's passing? And how did that, you know... 
Um, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I think men deal with things in a very different way than women do. That's <laughs> yeah. putting it mildly. I think that they we move. could we could stretch that, but we don't. Yeah, have to I, right I know they move on uh, in a different way than women do, and mm-hmm. it's it's fine. I mean, I. I wasn't privy to the conversations that my dad and my mom had about yeah. what the future looked like for my dad moving forward, but I I'm sure that they had those conversations and yeah. and I've never been angry with my dad for the way he's grieved or not grieved. I've I've certainly had wishes where I'm like it would be nice if he went to therapy and yeah. kind of mm-hmm. worked through mm-hmm some of that but I don't I, I think when I realized I don't have any control he's a grown-ass man yeah. yeah um then it was much easier for me to be like okay this is not how I would do it at all but well you choice. don't have control of it but you have emotions yeah over it and that's really hard you know yeah. because it's almost like a how dare you because I'm involved in this too but yeah. everyone's dealing with their own shit you know so yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know that he's, um, I, my parents, from my perspective, had a very good marriage. Um, and I don't think that's me not knowing what was going on in, yeah. in their relationship. Um, and I don't think that my, my dad was ever trying to replace my mom. He's remarried. Um, he started dating someone that he's now married to, uh, about six months after my mom died. Okay. Um, that's hard. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think it, it was more, he, this is a recurring theme. I think it was the fact that he wasn't honest with me. He didn't mm-hmm. tell me, you yeah. know what? I'm dating someone. I figured it out because I'm an intuitive person yeah. and I pay attention to things. Mm-hmm. I figured it out on my own. Yeah. And I waited and waited for him to tell me. And he didn't. Yeah. And that's where my my irritation and sticky, anger came in. Bit there. Yeah. 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 So... No, yeah. it's, yeah, I mean, it's very difficult and very heavy. And I think that the the months after someone that you love dies is mm-hmm. the weirdest time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I'm sure that I would, in your so- shoes, I would have been like, why aren't you having this weird time too? Like, what you know, like, so yeah. you just need to be time. taken care of. And and yeah. that is, yeah. that yeah. is exactly it. Like, I, I get it. It's nice to have someone to come home to. It's, sure. it's doesn't have to be like your your person it just has to be a warm body and that's not to speak poorly of who he's married to um because it could have turned into anything but yeah yeah yeah. well they could have a wonderful relationship and that's their chapter that's fine yeah it's like you can honor that but okay i mean mean, whatever it is but anyway but some people can't sit alone that's all right whatever i would rather my parents weren't married when my mom passed away but my dad did lose a wife after my mother Mm -hmm. and it was the worst I mean, he called me all the time. We talked on the phone all the time. There's nothing worse than seeing your parent mm. unhappy mm-hmm. and calling you all day long. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and she was kind. She was a nice person. And I was just like, thank God. There's you someone know, else to handle. Met, yeah. When he met this other, uh, my stepmother, when she passed away, this this current person that he's with. It's fine. It's good. He's happy and whatever. And whatever. We should it's, all move on. It, it's true. And you it's know? not your life to, yeah. to control. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I think what you were saying, Amy, about um, just the the time right after, um, I think for me, what, what always comes up is like I, 
I'm thinking about like, okay, well, this is yet another experience where my mom isn't here. Mm -hmm. Like she didn't get to experience this. She didn't see this. And, and I have a lot of, I have a lot of sadness right now because I think that my mom and Karen would have gotten along fabulously. Um, so that, that, that really sucks. And I, and I think, and your children now, you know, your step, you know, yeah. how amazing would that have been? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Cause I think, um, we could have gotten a lot of information about how to raise a, a teenager from my mom because my brother was not easy. Yeah. Um, he's still not an easy person. Mm-hmm. And I know, I, I remember my, my dad's, um, mom, she lived in Florida. So I was, I was very close to her. And so was my mom. And my Nana said to me, you know, your mom would sit here at this table and, and she would just cry because she, she, she thought she was doing such a terrible job with your brother. And, and that really just I, that gets to me now yeah. because I I understand. We all feel like we're doing yeah. so shittily. Yeah, like I I, I understand. Bang my head on the wall sometimes. Oh, yeah. like so every hard. every day, multiple times, yeah. and and so there's like I I feel a connection to her in yeah. that way now that I I didn't ever know that I would actually feel that way because I didn't previously yeah. have kids. Well, it evolves your. What I miss is that that evolution of our relationship like yes. my relationship stopped when i was a kid yeah. basically mm-hmm. you know i was 25 i don't know yeah. i was young and you were young and that never evolved into me being a parent and my mom saying no you're awesome you can suck one day and be great the next day <laughs> yeah. and i right. want to hear that yeah. you know? absolutely and it's a fine line between you know you're raising a family with your spouse and you can laugh one day and be like, our kids suck. And then the next day it's another thing. And, and being, you know, step parent. I mean, I'm sure that's, I know that's a very, very hard role to have. <laughs> you do I am job, oh, sure you. it's a hard role to be in, but yeah. So, you know, but just that to evolve into being something else rather than just a child, yes. you know, would be, it would be nice, yeah. you know, that it would be a nice thing. But I do want to hear just a little bit since we're talking about your mom. I want to hear a little bit about her. I don't know anything about her, so okay. Uh, she was really funny. You are funny um, too. Thank you. <laughs> Tanya's fucking hilarious. You're just like your mom. I wish we could pull up some of Tanya's Facebook. I will while you're doing Can you? Because they're uh, the best, right. and she's the most famous person on Facebook. I Let, swear okay, to God. let's stop. Let's stop. No, my, about your mom. Your mom's so, name is uh, Jeanette. Ina yeah. Jeanette, which she hated her first name. Um, because it was very it's different country. It's like Darlene. <laughs> I think Darlene's a little today. better. Is it? It I is. Know. I mean, who's na- you can call Dar- her Darlene. Hey, Darlene. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. So my mom grew up in Tennessee. That's how I wound up going to, to Tennessee because I have family there. So yeah, she grew up in a small town in Tennessee and hated it uh-huh. um, and wanted to get out. And so she did. Married my dad. He was in the Navy. Um, and then they moved to Florida where my dad had lived for a long time, but, oh, great. It's cool. (laughs) No. Oh no, it's not here. You know, so yeah, I, but I, I think like the, I always appreciate it when, uh, parents of my friends tell me things about my mom, like things that they, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cause I, I get to see her as a a person. a person, yeah, not just a mom, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. like they have funny stories that they tell me about, and stuff that I didn't know, or stuff that I didn't know the whole, the whole story of at the time. Like, what's one of them? Um, well, one one story that I remember in particular was um, 
my friend's dad was turning 40 and um, they all went to a strip club in Orlando called Club Juana. Uh-huh. Um, and so I just, I love, the, I love thinking of. Club Juana what? But, you Club know. Club get naked. You know. <laughs> You're so quick. I know. Such a plus. Uh. Yeah. So anyway, I just I like thinking about that story, and they I like they they tell they bring that up pretty frequently because it's just a funny thing to think about your parents going to a strip club. Mom and dad. All four. Yeah, all four of them just going going to Club Juana, going to the titty bar. I mean, it's just yeah. So it's stuff like that. I mean, my mom just had a really good sense of humor, and she was a feminist, and um, raised me to be that way. And Uh I that's just something that I really value. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, most of the time on Facebook, you're really funny, first of all. You're really funny. And you guys travel a lot, which is awesome. You also are very self-deprecating on Facebook, which is the most hysterical part about you. You will do really funny things and post really funny old photos. Tanya but will post like five words, and mm-hmm. she'll get 375 <laughs> yeah. comments. But most of the time... <laughs> and they're the best. Yeah. But it's most of the, the time, best. it is pictures of your beautiful wife, a lot of pictures of her. And you document your life through her she's your muse i can tell um and you say really lovely things i'm trying to find one right now um most of the time it's just how much you love her and and mm-hmm. how much she and how and gorgeous new tattoos. she is and they get matching tattoos okay they're not matching tattoos okay. let's <laughs> they are both 3d so <laughs> let's take it easy artist, it's a series <laughs> it's a series but no i'm not gonna do any i'm not gonna read these i'm just looking at them and actually feeling like I just sometimes I want you to know what I because I know you second I know Karen first and what I think about all of this is that she's so lucky and you're so lucky to have each other and like the love that you have for each other Facebook not Facebook in real it just comes through and it's real and it's beautiful and I love your crazy Facebook I just I do too I feel like you guys made each other find yourselves Mm I think that I is a very feel that yeah. from your relationship. And I don't even know you that like, I need to know you way better. Like I know you, but I don't know, you know you, but mm-hmm. I know we already love each other. But like, I just, the relationship that you and Karen have, I'm like, they found each other. Like they found themselves with each other. Yeah. But yeah. anyways, like you guys are so, I mean, yeah, no. And it's, it's that. true. Like I, I, that's exactly how I, I feel about my relationship with Karen. Like I, it's not that I, put everything on her or in her hey um but oh, hey now. hey um no edit. do you do that no that's a different podcast um but yeah i mean I, I think that we just as we can bring out awful things in each other as every relationship you that can be a thing but oh, we also bring out really awesome things because i've been in a relationship where that was not the case Uh and so i i know how lucky i am to have what i have with her so yeah Yeah. most days it's good oh yeah most days this was a rough week again raising teenagers is not they fuck it up (laughs) they fuck (laughs) it all up you know it's cute when they're little but it's hard when they get older I i mean it's they fuck it up what karen has said to me she's like uh, she's lucky because she can pull from that well of like, oh, they were little and they were they cute. Used to be so cute. Yeah. You're like, I, I don't, don't remember when they were fucking. I ain't got that bucket. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't. That bucket is real. Yeah, I don't really have that. And so, and but the thing for me is that they're in a sweet spot right now as far as um, I. They're self sufficient in a lot of ways. Yeah. A lot of ways they're not. It's but a sweet, sweet spot. It, yeah, 
and and they're funny. Yeah. So I mean that that kind of softens some of the shitty stuff because if they weren't funny, because sense of humor is very important to me. Mm-hmm. And so if they weren't funny, very, yeah, ugh. Mm. yeah. Ugh. No, the resistance, the defiance, the sneaky, the lying. All they all have it. Yeah. They all have it. Literally, I think they that all my, have my 13 year old has said, like, <laughs> they, they, they all have it, yeah. right? They all have yeah, it. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I think they're Please tell me that's a thing. <laughs> I think Finn has said, like, seriously, eight words to me in like the last 10 days. That yeah. that makes me um, feel good. Can I have some money? Um, bye, mom. Like, no, like okay. nothing. No interpersonal stuff for like a that, week. That makes me feel. Yeah, better. It's awful. I yeah. just talk at him. Yeah, yeah. They and could, then they're annoyed. They could have like a drug cartel going on. Yeah, and you didn't even know. <laughs> slime, making slime, slime is. Fortunately, I, it's stopped. But thank telling you so you. much for talking to us today. Thank you for having me and telling us some of your hard bits. Thank you. You're welcome. It. Bits and snacks. Yeah. <laughs> All bits right. And snacks Let's of take life. it easy. Snacks of life. <laughs> And I do want to talk about lesbian sex we sometime. Will. We'll okay. do it. We'll do another. I'm, I'm here for we'll it. We'll do a heartbreak. A heart, like, we'll do bad ones. Things that were bad before her, Karen. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, that'll be a long guys. one. <laughs> bad sex. The heartbreak of bad sex. <laughs> All right. Well. Tune it, in for that one. It was a real weird time when we weren't here. But we're back. And we're I'm so, so happy, happy to be we're back. So happy I love that you came back with us, Tanya. Amy. Thank and you. I love you, Tanya. So Thank you. you. I gotta go block party. Thanks.